Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to The Sediment, the official ASPN conference podcast. This is the first virtual ASPN conference, and although we aren't together and are exhausted after a long day of Zoom talks, we hope this podcast can provide you an opportunity to filter all the information you've received and come away with little pellets of knowledge, The Sediment. This is Friday, April 30th, 2021. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of The Sediment. We are going to be recording every evening after the day's offerings at PAS are complete. And hopefully this will reach you bright and early in the morning every day so you can get a little recap of the events that went on. Today, I have with me an exciting group of panelists and moderators, and we will start first by just going around the table and introducing ourselves. I'll start first. I'm Sudha Garimella. I'm an associate professor at University of South Carolina in Greenville, and my interests in nephrology have gone up 1000% after Twitter. It's been a great community, and I enjoy meeting everyone on social media. And uh, this is a little plug. Get on there, ASPNF. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. My name is Maury Pinsk. I'm a professor of pediatrics and child health at the University of Manitoba in Winnipeg, Canada. Um, I'm the program chair for the ASPN program committee for this conference. So um, we've been working over the course of the year to try and get the programming just right for you. So I hope you enjoy the program this year. Um, I am not as active as uh, many people on this call uh, on social media, but I am uh, somebody who pays attention to what goes on in the background, and I would support what Suda is saying, that there's some great opportunities to learn, journal clubs, etc. So uh, if you aren't on social media, try and get an account uh, and start tweeting at this meeting, because we, we would love to hear what you think. Yeah, my name's uh, Dave Slasky. I'm, under the, um, I'm at the Medical University of South Carolina. I'm an associate professor in pediatrics, and I was um, Maury's uh, understudy this year um, for the the program committee. Um, meaning, next year I will be in charge of the uh, uh, the program in Denver, uh, where we'll hopefully I'll be in person. Um, in terms of fun facts about me, um, I completely agree that social media is very important. Um, unfortunately, I'm still uh, one of the few people that does not have any social media. And it is a long running joke um, in the community that I do research with in the API community um, to the fact that it's a running uh, bet to see who can get me on Twitter first. So. Well, we are on the job at Communications <laughs> Committee, Dave. We'll get you there, we promise. <laughs> or or we'll get you a burner account. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good evening. Uh, I'm Juan Kupferman. I'm a professor of pediatrics at uh, Albert Einstein College of Medicine, and I'm a division director at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn, New York. And um, I'm the current chair of the communications committee at ASPN. And obviously, I'm encouraging people to join social media. So uh, we'll keep working on it. Hi, my name is Della Shin. I am an assistant professor of pediatrics at Emory University in Atlanta. I'm also the medical director of acute kidney replacement therapies at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And I am currently the co-chair of the communications committee. A fun fact about me is that I recently met 
another Dr. Shin, who is also a pediatric nephrologist in Korea. Well, that is wonderful. <laughs> is, it, is it a common last name, Dr. Shin, or was it just a surprise to you? It's really not a very common last name. And he um, came to Emory as a visiting professor, uh, spent a year with us um, last year. So uh, kind of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm going to throw in my little anecdote based on that, because Garimella is also a very uncommon last name, even amongst Indians. But there is an adult nephrologist, Pranav Garimella, and he's going to love it that I'm giving him a shout out here who also trained at the same medical school as I did. So it's kind of like we're doppelgangers and we meet up at PAS every year or ASN. But um, it's, it's just lovely when that happens. And last but not the least, we have our moderator for today's talk. Yeah, hi, everyone. My name is Leila Villegas. I am a current second year pediatric nephrology fellow at CHOP. And I'll be helping out Suda today, moderating. And a fun fact about me, let's see. I would say that when I was going through and looking for a residency and fellowship, I specifically sought out cities that had Latin dancing, um, specifically because that's one of my hobbies. So I went to all the places and whenever I got to um, a city, I would make sure that I would check out their dancing scene. So if anyone needs any dancing tips, feel free to reach out. <laughs> Perfect. Dr. Siluski, I hope you're taking notes. Next year's conference, I hope it'll be in person and I hope there'll be some Latin dancing. I, I'm sure Denver is well known. Excellent. There's some spots. All right. Well, so we're going to start out with getting back to the events at ASPN today. It was the opening ceremonies and we had lots of great programs uh, in the general PAS platform as well as specifically for ASPN. Um, but before we get to the specifics, I want to ask Maury, I know it's, it's a huge task. I can't even imagine how difficult it is to plan a conference of this nature and then to have to plan it all virtual. So um, can you just talk a little bit about what were the major challenges that you faced when you were organizing this first ever virtual conference? Um, well, I mean, it, it, it is a lot of work, but uh, there's a lot of people helping do the work. So, uh, I mean, I have to send a shout out to the program committee, which um, was a huge, uh, a huge working group and uh, did a tremendous amount of work putting the program together and developing um, the, the symposia and the workshops. Um, I'll also say that um, much of the work that uh, gets done on the program committee comes from the wisdom of prior uh, chairs for program committees. So uh, I do have to thank my uh, colleague, uh, Dr. Jennifer Charlton, who was the chair from last year, whose uh, program got preempted because of COVID and had to not just pro um, plan a, a real live uh, conference, but then had to replan the conference again online uh, to get some of her sessions online. And I learned a lot working with her um, on, on the things that needed to change. So part of the challenge was there's uh, a set sort of protocol and plan of how to plan an in-person meeting that has been um, developed and improved upon by subsequent chairs. Um, what was interesting is moving to an online program and not having access to face-to-face -face meetings with anybody as we had to develop some uh, different approaches to getting the work done. And so uh, we started out with 
about 40, 45 proposals for symposia and workshops last year. And uh, through the work of the committee broke into uh, sort of sub working groups and started working down that list and developing symposia, combining ideas, um, uh, screening ones out that we didn't think were going to be as broad interest and eventually got it down to seven symposia and three workshops. So that was done over a series of five different meetings over five days. Each of the sub -work working groups met for about uh, three hours to uh, work through their uh, their symposia lists. Um, and it kind of looked a little bit like the, um, the you know, like uh, the, the, the rosters that you see for uh, basketball in March, where um, you put two categories next to each other and you kind of see where it ends up. And uh, with that, we came up with the program that you see uh, today. So um, with that, there's probably in total about 60 hours of work that went into developing the program, refining the symposia, um, choosing speakers, uh, inviting people, um, finding alternate speakers if people's availability wasn't there. And then I think the second thing that has been um, interesting is that the format for the online is different, um, obviously from an in-person, but it's also a bit different than many of the online uh, conferences that people may have attended. And, and you'll see as you start to migrate through the, the program that there's a lot of flexibility in terms of on-demand and pre-recorded sessions uh, combined with uh, sort of um, live feed uh, and live Q&A sessions. So you'll see a lot of that going on and trying to get people um, up to speed on how those sessions are going to work um, and getting everybody's talks in by uh, the middle of April. Um, lots of deadlines, lots of um, pressure to do that. And we haven't even started talking about abstract selection, award selection, uh, workshop priorities, etc. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background. Um, I had uh, excellent co-chairs uh, helping me. So Dave Slusky, who's the chair for 2022, um, helped a phenomenal amount. Also a great sounding board when uh, new issues came up just to make sure that I wasn't doing things that were uh, completely off kilter. And Kim Reedy, who uh, ran the year in the know uh, selection for the journal articles that uh, chose the, the uh, new faculty and uh, trainee uh, speakers for that uh, workshop, which will be in late in later in May. So many hands make easy work. So uh, hopefully the program uh, is uh, enjoyed by everybody. A lot of work went into it, and we're pretty happy with with what uh, made it into the final roster. Sounds like so much work, but it's. I mean, we're all really excited. So kudos to you and your whole team. And one other question for you, Mari, too, is um. Which session are you looking forward to the most? So it's kind of an interesting question because uh, because many of the sessions have actually been available since Wednesday. I've been uh, plowing through many of them right now. The ones that I can't plow through are the two that I'm actually most anticipating. And those are uh, two sessions that are actually sponsored by the ASPN Foundation. And uh, uh, the first is... Um, the Adrian Spitzer lecture, which is uh, on the congenital anomalies in kidneys uh, and urinary tract uh, session. Uh, that um, series of lectures um, is going to be phenomenal. So that's, that's going to be one of the uh, go-to sessions that I'm really looking forward to. And I'm um, particularly excited about the main lecture for 
um, Adrian Spitzer, which is, which is going to be given by uh, Dr. Andy McMahon. So that will be a fantastic talk. Um, the other uh, sponsored uh, session is um, the William Schnapper lecture, which is uh, occurring on Sunday. Um, that one deals with transplant outcomes, and we're super excited to have um, uh, Stephen Marks from uh, um, for, uh, Great Ormond Street Hospital giving the lecture uh, in, in memory of uh, William Schnapper, who many, of course, will remember as as one of the seminal people in nephrology who passed away, unfortunately, in the last year. Um, those, the, the session uh, for transplant will be excellent. You were asking me a very difficult question. I should have prefaced this, that all <laughs> of these so. sessions are like my children and I cannot choose one. Um, they're all lovely, all loved equally. Um, I think you will find that they're um, the, the quality of the sessions are, is excellent. What I've seen so far, I've been so impressed. Uh, by what is out there um, and who is giving the talk. I'm also just going to put a plug in because this is something I'm particularly proud of is that we have really good diversity and gender uh, representation on uh, in each of the sessions. There are no mammals in this conference. <laughs> so, um, and I have to say that um, there are some amazing talks from some very junior faculty. Uh, so, um, look out for the rising stars. There's some really great stuff happening in this in this meeting. Yes, there's a there are a couple of things that's unique that I've already been finding out that was probably not necessarily advertised, which is that all of these talks, the slides and the narrations are available ahead of time. So uh, it's wonderful because you can get through, uh, get to listen to those, go through that, gather your thoughts, and then log in when the speaker is available live and ask your questions. So I think that makes for a very meaningful discussion. One of the things that I've always found hard to do in live conferences is, you know, the sort of that line that forms at the mics and it's not really a question, but it's not really a comment. And then you're like, well, I don't know if I want to ask this now. And we lose that opportunity. But with the virtual format, that has been excellent. And I'm really hoping we'll have a very vibrant academic discussion this year. There's actually a very interesting um, attribute to those, to the questions that you can pose. Uh, so if you go into the pre-recorded sessions, you can leave your question there now. There is um, in many of the um, sessions, live sessions where the speakers will be available. But what's interesting is you can go in and you can actually look at the other questions that people have asked and you can rank them and, and you, ha you have a, like 100 points to spend at this conference. So you can sprinkle your points on the, on the questions that you want to up uh, the list. Uh, so you can um, go in and, and choose the questions that you really want to see answered. And those, those are the ones that will rise to the top of the list so the moderators can, um, can cherry pick those. So um, I've personally been leaving at least one question in each of the sessions. So if you want to make me famous, you can go in and up my, my questions in each of the sessions. And then maybe I'll get a prize at the end of the PAS. Just, I don't know. Perfect, Maury. That's where we're going to spend all our points. <laughs> I also want to mention that there's, an, uh, there's a scavenger hunt on too, which can be done, which is for the exhibits and the children's hospitals across the country. That has been fun to do too. So if you haven't done that, go ahead and do it. And uh, to my chagrin, I got a few questions wrong, even in that sort of simple quiz. So, <laughs> But uh, it's certainly they're try trying everything to recreate that feel of uh, PAS slash ASPN. 
All right. Well, um, I know that we want to ask a few more questions to Maury, but uh, we have a limited time today. So we'll move on to Dr. Saluski. So this is sort of like an audition for you for next year, right? <laughs> yes, it's exactly right. So I, being passed on. It, well, and as uh, as Maury sort of would say, um, I did very much the same thing and spoke to almost every one of my uh, predecessors in terms of chairs for the last three or four years. Um, uh, and so that has um, always been very helpful. But yeah, it's, you take notes and you always try to, you know, learn from everybody that's around you and take advantage of all the resources you have available to make the best best conference possible. Um, so uh, we worked real hard all week in a very similar manner to what Maury actually set out um, for the pattern last year. Um, and, uh, you know, we went at it for about five or six hours today, so. I, I would like to say, Dave, that, um, do you know that there's a, bingo sheet going around that you're highlighted that we're we're trying to get you to get a twitter account that was the that was the premise for the joke that was that was actually the premise for my fun fact and, and so it is the running there is a bingo sheet going around the neonatal kidney community that oh that's right that's right i saw that today yes yeah, that's that's why i was having fun with it and, uh, i told uh i told the same group of folks for a laugh that, that I was doing my first podcast today and they thought that was pretty <laughs> hilarious, but it did not count for the bingo. So, uh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Um, and a question for you, Dave, um, what are the next major areas of focus for pediatric nephrology research? Oh, oh, wow. Um, that, Big question. That, no, no, I, I, I gave a lot of thought to this and I've been thinking about it in terms of how we're doing, how we're thinking about our sessions and transitioning from um, I think throughout medicine, the next drive is going to be, uh, whether it's AKI or nephrotic syndrome, is to fine-tune the phenotypes of our diseases so that we can target our treatments. Um, and so I think in, in that, whether it's nephrotic syndrome is your, your thing or AKI, um, beginning to think about how the pathophysiology can allow us to personalize our treatments and choices for patients. So if you're a nephrotic syndrome person, thinking about how you can utilize omics to target therapies, whatever the therapy is. Um, if you're an AKI person, thinking about how we spent a lot of time talking about AKI as a problem, but if you have AKI, you have already had damage. So now we have to think about how you predict who's gonna get AKI so we can actually have a positive trial. So whether that's biomarkers, uh, phenotyping, renal angina, those sorts of things. I think that's the next step that we take across um, every, almost every area of medicine. And so um, that's my, that's what I think, that's where I think we're headed next. And I think um, next year we've, uh, some of the things we think about adding into the talks uh, were some of these ideas of some of the various omics and how they can be incorporated and how we can begin to utilize some of these large, uh, data sets and data repositories like CureGN and Neptune and the like um, to help um, move the bar. Yeah, I agree. There's so, there's so much more that we need to figure out, but you know, with time, we're making dents and a lot of little dents will all um, catch up with one another. Um, thank you for that. 
And is there any specific sessions that you're looking forward to? I know, again. Well, I mean, not to, you know, be the self plugger here, but (laughs) it's a session tomorrow. Uh, No. So, I mean, you know, my biases are my biases. I I own it. And so I'm going to, I love, I love critical care nephrology. And so the, I'm, uh, myself and China Menon um, are going to be the moderators tomorrow for a really um, cool uh, critical care nephrology session um, that is going to look at some of the new, some of the things we just talked about. So some of the newer diagnostics and uh, ways to think about kidney injury in the ICUs, um, uh, some, uh, multi-organ failure and other sorts of things. And so that um, I'm looking forward to, but I'm also really excited about some of the other sessions um, uh, including the, even the, including the hypertension session. Um, one of my previous fellows, Ubin Modi is, uh, Subin Modi is talking in that session, um, uh, sort of the rare, uh, rare causes of hypertension, which I think should be really interesting, uh, as well. Um, actually all the sessions, you know, as, as Maury said, <laughs> when you work on it for long enough and you stare at it enough, you'd like, oh, they're all great, you know, but of course, um, so. Yes, so we're all looking forward to all these exciting sessions coming up on uh, the the upcoming days for ASPN. That's wonderful. And of course, uh, Dave, you can tell your friends at the Neonatal Collaborative that you're going to come back on again tomorrow to help (laughs) explain it all uh, with the critical care nephrology. Two days. So so two two appearances might count as one Twitter account. I don't know. (laughs) I guess it depends what the position is on the bingo board. I didn't see it so <laughs> so it's key <laughs> well it's a virtual conference and we are all going to be live tweeting so i think we should uh, talk next about how we're all going to be interacting with each other right so going off of that and speaking a little bit more about the aspn communications juan so what's happening with live tweeting, what should we be using? How should we be continuing this interactive interactions through this virtual setting? Sure. Well, um, what we are planning to retweet the meeting highlights as covered by the membership. And actually I already tweeted that on a tweet. So people have already liked it and retweeted it. So, but what I would like people to remember that they should include the at ASPNF in, in the tweets so we can retweet them, okay? So that's very important. And um, another important um, fact is that the official hashtag for the ASPN meeting part of PAS is hashtag ASPN21, okay? So if you just put include hashtag ASPN21, you can just go into all the sessions that um, have been tweeted with that hashtag. So um, I hope that, you know, many people uh, look into this. Dave, you're invited. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're listening to this and you're considering whether or not it's worth your time and effort to get a Twitter account, we are here to tell you it definitely is worth it. Uh, Juan, how many uh, pediatric nephrologists or how many subscribers do we have to our Twitter account now? (laughs) Glad you asked that, Suda. ASPN just surpassed the surpassed the six six thousand mark of followers at Twitter. Actually, I checked today, and we have wow. six <laughs> thousand forty six followers with a growth rate of about eighteen percent a year. That's I would say very remarkable. 
Yes, and it's folks from folks with an interest in pediatric nephrology from across the world. And it's a great place to interact. And there's journal clubs and other kind of educational offerings online too. So definitely, um, I started my Twitter account at a previous ASPN conference many, many years ago. And, um, you know, uh, obviously, this is a good time to start if you haven't. That's, that's, and I think that in the upcoming year with uh, Dr. Shin uh, on communications as our communications chair, we will go from strength to strength with this community. So Stella, I have a few questions to ask you, uh, which uh, are just generally about PAS. I think it's always an advantage that we have our ASPN annual meeting at the same time as the Pediatric Academic Society's meeting, uh, because it's sort of like cross-pollination. You can hear a lot of fantastic talks in different areas, and uh, you know that sort of gets all of our brain cells going. Um, it's our annual refresher, right? Makes you feel... And I always, you know, I come alive when I get back from PAS, my brain is like bursting with ideas. So uh, can you maybe just tell our listeners if there's anything that caught your eye in the programming coming up over this next four days that they should not miss? Um, I, I have to agree with Dave that I'm very interested in the, um, the session tomorrow morning on cutting edge critical nephrology. I think that's also in part due to some of my own bias as uh, be, being involved in our acute kidney replacement therapy um, program. And also later in the day, the neonatal AKI uh, session as well. I think that's a, good, a great opportunity for collaboration between nephrologists and neonatologists. And as we all know, collaboration is so important um, in our field of work because kidneys are involved in every disease aspect. So um, those are a couple of things that I, I think are uh, going to be great sessions and I'm looking forward to. The other one that I'm looking forward to is the adherence uh, to treatment session on Sunday. Yes. Because, uh, you know, I, I think it's something that we all struggle with, uh, no matter how good we are at treating the patient or, um, up to date on therapies. If the patient won't take it, then it's not going to help. So um, I'm looking forward to learning about some tips and tricks to get my adolescent patients to take their medications. Wonderful. It's been uh, an extraordinary year for all of us in pediatric nephrology and just in this um, field. But, um, you know, I'm hoping that um, the talks that are scheduled, uh, especially the ones about, there's a lot of offerings of uh, well-being and um, equity, um, racism, uh, how to be anti-racist. I think all of these sessions, um, uh, this is an opportunity for us as nephrologists to just kind of take advantage of PAS and listen to these wonderful talks that are coming up over the next few days that expand our horizons and teach us all to be better um, just, just better at what we do every day. So uh, I'm looking, really looking forward to all of the sessions in the general uh, PAS program too. All right, well, uh, it's gonna be a short program today, but we'll be back tomorrow with the chairs of the symposia and we will talk in depth about all things pediatric nephrology. Um, last thoughts, um, Maury, thank you so much, so much your service uh, in getting all of this organized with the team, the program committee is um, amazing. And we all owe a debt of gratitude to you. And thank you. But as I said, it's a lot of people doing a lot of, a lot of the work. So um, I am happy to share the credit with my co-chairs and the rest of the program committee. 
as well as the past chairs who, who've been immense, um, immensely helpful resources in, in, in helping us get to where we are today. So thank you. That's wonderful. Uh, I'm just going to go around and ask everybody for last thoughts. All right. Well, I, um, I would just want to say, you know, thank you again for you for the first um, joining us for the first podcast and just enjoy um, everything that PAS and ASPN has to offer. Just all it's over. Remember, hashtag ASPN 21. Um, yes. And, you know, I wanted to um, mirror your thoughts and thank Maury for all his hard work for this. And I really am excited about the PAS and exactly what you said. I always leave this meeting um, excited and reinvigorated. Um, it is an incredibly collaborative meeting uh, with now multiple subspecialties and neonatal uh, work and everything we're into. And so I'm just uh, very much looking forward to it. So thank you very much. And thanks for the opportunity to come on the podcast, my first podcast. So I Yay. <laughs> I'm very excited about this year's conference and its new virtual format. I think this is the first time since the pandemic started that the pediatric nephrology community has been able to get together like this. So um, really looking forward to seeing people, even though it's virtual, because we haven't seen people in a really long time. Um, looking forward to learning a lot of new things. And if you're interested in signing up for a Twitter account and you need help, feel free to reach out to me. I can help you. I just want to thank all of you for participating in this podcast. And, you know, everything has already been said about Mori, about next year's day work. And actually, I'd like to thank Stella for co-chairing the committee with me this year. I'd like to thank Laila for moderating and especially Suda Garimela for taking this challenge of doing this podcast for all these days. It's a lot of work. And I like Suda. I, I like to I like to thank you, Suda, very, very much. Okay, and um, I'm I'm very excited about the program this year as well. Okay, thank you all. Well, it's been a pleasure helping moderate this first episode of the Sediment. Every day at the end of the conference, when all of those thoughts are swirling around in everybody's heads, and uh, we're going to distill it all, and then you know, hopefully, leave you with small pellets of new information to ponder about. So, uh, log on again wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to like us, subscribe, and ASPN website also has links to the podcast. You can also listen to previous year's conference podcasts right there on the ASPN website. And um, please spread the word. The sediment will return year after year. And also we have other surprises that we will announce via the sediment about our recurring series, which is being planned. We're not allowed to say a word today about it. <laughs> so we won't. But in the future, uh, there are lots of exciting things happening uh, through podcasts. And, um, you know, and one day we will get Dave a Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the running joke for PAS 2021. Sorry, Dave, we're just going to keep saying it, you know. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the very first episode of The Sediment. Check back daily for more episodes for great discussions and updates as the conference progresses. Thank you.